Hello there and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 334 for Patch 7.1. We are a podcast about the world of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root. And this is Freckleface. Coming up in episode number 334 of HearthCast, ancient mana and cheating, getting caught up with some listener email, a quick BlizzCon recap, and game mechanics that just don't make sense. This podcast is made possible through the kind donations of our Patreon supporters. To find out how you can support our efforts here at HearthCast, Head on over to patreon.com slash EIPS. Thank you. So hey there, Freckle Face. Hey there, Root. Welcome back. Thank you, you too. Thanks. Yeah, it's been a it's been a minute. Yeah. Or yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. Lots of stuff done. I've made more progress. I'm trying to get the um the Broken Owls Pathfinder. Yeah. Part one. Yeah. 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 I should be working on that too. I think it would make your life easier if you made that your focus right now. You have to get revered with all the reps and yeah. the Broken Isles. Yeah. You got to do the long uh, quest line in Suramar, which requires you to be exalted with them. And uh, actually, it's funny. I, I picked up a quest as part of that main uh, quest line to go into um, the Emerald Nightmare and kill Xavius. Yeah. Yeah, but I got that like an hour after you and I had just completed that. Oh, far. I'm like, oh really? Man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just one of them things. I think I've done that one. Yeah. And I saved up enough gold to get the Yak Mount, finally. It's 120000 Two expansions late, yeah. And no goblin discount. What's up with that? Well, you know. Should have showed him my little goblin fist. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> now, on the way, I happen to see some stars on my map. Okay. Yeah, I normally expect to see the War Scouts, and I saw, oh, there's a Warbringer. Good. So I stopped and killed it, and I got the uh, the slate primordial direhorn. Sweet. I don't have Very that one. Excited. Yeah. That's sorry. cool. No, don't be sorry. That's cool. I used to just every day, every day, <laughs> do the circuit, <laughs> look for them. I still go back if I have to go back because sometimes I I have to go back to the shrine, and so I'll take the port from Orgrimmar over to uh, Pandaria. Yeah. And I'll check on that one. Yeah. If he's there, great. If he's not, great. Someone whispered me and they said, hey, where do these guys spawn? And are you are you going around killing them? I'm like, no, I just did a drive-by. <laughs> Sorry, dude. So, I think it's hot. I don't remember if I thought about this or not, but I this is I almost fell out of my chair laughing. Um, I had gone over to the one, and I think it was Jade Forest is one of their spawn points. And I'd gone over there, and I was sitting, there's another guy there. And, you know, if, if there's another person there, sometimes there's a little friendly rivalry like you'll uh, sure. Drop down some AOE or whatever. Uh-huh. And this guy and I were just mucking around. And so I had jumped on my uh, Jade Primordial tire horn. And so did he. And so we were sitting there and we we're doing like the mount special, making them runs and grunts and all that. And whatever they did, they flap their tails, whatever those yeah. they do. And we start running around in circles and hopping and hopping. I mean, he hops right off the side of the cliff. <laughs> He just goes right over. I was like, whoa, dude. I'm like, oh, man. He's like, doop, 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 boo. I'm like, oh, no. It just, it was, 
It was ridiculous. And uh, he came back and uh, yeah. hung his head in shame and then flew off. <laughs> so he came back just to go, yeah, I did that. <laughs> I jumped off the edge. You know, I think they could have done the Warcraft movie as more of a reality show contest. <laughs> like these hundred adventurers and they slowly get picked off one by one. <laughs> you know, this one fell over a side of cliff while he was showing off his mount. Think <laughs> of all the dumb ways we die. Uh, uh, there, there's an episode right there. Yeah. <laughs> the dumb ways we die. <laughs> In episode 335 of Hearthcast. Uh, I've also been playing a lot of Hearthstone. Now, this change happened a little while ago, but they added in a lot of new different types of quests. Mm. Now, typically what they would have is you log in, you get something that would say, win two games of the warrior or win five games of the mage. Right. They added a whole bunch. So now it'll say, play however many spell cards. Oh, neat. Or play cards of a certain class or play death rattle or overload or taunt or some other mechanic. I like that because there's a lot of times... I can't be the only one who doesn't have all those classes. When you say low warrior deck, I don't really have a warrior deck. Right. Or doesn't have a good deck, or doesn't have it unlocked. Or also what happens is, you're a new player, you need gold. But how do you get gold? Only by winning games, because that's the only... <laughs> you ain't going to win. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. So it's a, it's a cycle you get trapped in. And the other good thing about it is that it's letting me make different types of decks. Like, I'll end oh. up making throwaway decks just to get the quest done. Oh, neat. Like, I'll make some with, like, just Death Rattle if I want to get that done, if I want to get that quest done as quickly as possible. And it ends up getting some, like, weird combinations or I'll end up getting surprised, you know, at winning a few games <laughs> because it's just a completely different strategy. Right. Yeah. And everybody's used to net decking or whatever, and you throw something right. completely different at them, and they don't know what to do. Yeah, I got one that was play minions that cost eight or more. So I filled my deck with like 20 of them. <laughs> and surprisingly, I won a few games. Wow. You know? Well, that's cool. It's, theoretically, it shouldn't work because it should be balanced. But Yeah, but you're playing end game and you're throwing all these big high yeah. number cards down. So as long as you get to turn eight, you're pretty much guaranteed to win. It's just getting there is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you survive those first eight turns, you should yeah. be good. Yeah. So having a lot of fun with that. Um, what about you? Tell me about your week. Well, it's a typical world quest. Uh, my daily heroic dungeons, trying to get those done. Sometimes I can, sometimes okay. I hit a wall. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. How many of those 80 things do you have? 80 things. Yeah. You know the quest line with Illidan? You got to get oh, the 80 I don't things remember. that drop from the last boss. I have to go look. Yeah, that, you know what I don't like about that is those aren't guaranteed. No, they're not. So I don't know. Not many. Not many, okay. So that's why I'm doing that. So I'm still working on those. I don't have any. <laughs> of course, my class all missions, using the app and using sometimes in-game, whatever, whatever's easier at the time. And I am, it, it's fantastic, the the ancient mana flips that are still happening on the auction house. Mm-hmm. I'm screenshotting some of these, not the flips, but the pricing, so I can show people that, you know, the pricing fluctuates violently on both of them, both of the crystals and the gems or whatever it is, it'll go from, on the low end, 200 for for one set of them, and then that'll peak at over 500. And I'm showing people this. I'm like, you need to know when it is low on your server, and you just need to buy up everything you can. And people are doing more and more competition on the servers with this. And I'm seeing people who are doing complete buyouts and cornering the market yeah, isn't the price going to go down overall if more people are buying them just to flip them? 
Not really, because the demand is still there right now with people okay. who are just logging in and want, because it's, you know, you got to feed, you know, all, all the people need to crack. They do. And that yeah. is, I mean, it's such a requirement and people just want to get that over with and they don't want to go out and farm them. And what's crazy about that too is um, some of the quests that are part of that chain, that um, Good Samaritan. Right. I know I say that really weird. <laughs> Sir, Sir Mark. Sure. No, stop. I'm going to try. <laughs> Um, the if the person is hungry, they won't even show up that right. they have a quest to give yeah. you. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're all dirt, they're all derped out. Yeah, yeah. Not even like, oh, well, they have a quest mark above them, but you have to feed them to see it. They don't even have that above them. No. So if no. they're hungry, you just you don't know. Got to feed them. Now, this is outside of WoW. Okay. But this happened last night, and it's I deemed it worth sharing. <laughs> okay. So a little, just a little bit of backstory here. My mother-in-law is in town visiting, which is cool. We get along smashingly. That's love good. her, Love her to death. And the other night, we all spent some time in the hot tub, which was really cool. Or hot, really. Hot, yeah. And, you know, well, hot. not not too hot with your was, mother-in-law. Nah, I cranked it up. Oh. It was, it was nice. <laughs> so Mrs. Root was asking about uh, if she could, or if we were going to be in the hot tub, like, tonight. I said, well, you know, I've, I've got the podcast, so... I won't be there, but if you like, I'll telephone and I will walk you through the, the steps on how to get everything set up. And she kind of looked and she kind of thought about it and she goes, you know what? If I feel like it, call me. <laughs> Which has got to be the most <laughs> wifely thing a wife can say to a husband. <laughs> if I feel like it, call me. That, that's up there. Yeah. 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 I just, I can't win. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> and I just looked at her and went, I, I can't. I don't. And I, 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 she repeated what she had said. And my mother-in-law, she goes, yeah, what's wrong with that? And I'm like, yeah, what, what am I supposed to do? They broke you is what it Yeah. Like. I'm like, what am I supposed yeah. to do? Because if I call her and she's not feeling like it, <laughs> then I messed up. And if she's feeling like it and I don't call her, I mean, I, mean, I have like, yeah. I have like a 20% chance. <laughs> Uh, luckily, uh, it is kind of overcast and kind of a little gloomy outside. Mm. I think we hit winter. It uh, it was like 68 degrees. Yeah, I had to get out my cardigan. I know, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I kind of erred on the side of caution. We did we did speak tonight on the phone on the way over, and she was not interested in, in going to okay. the hot tub. So. But yeah, if I feel <laughs> like it, call me. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> She's not going to live that one down, is she? No. No. no there, we have a lot of, of isms that she has said yeah, mm-hmm. that we constantly repeat because they're fantastic. <laughs> like all the other same way, which we don't <laughs> even. Yeah. See? <laughs> we, we don't know. Is, is that it? like saying, I don't care, it doesn't make a difference? I think it means like two it? things are the same, all the other same way. All the other same way. Uh, ah, we don't know. We just say it every so often. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, just bring it up. We bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> one of those things. <laughs> Icky hick pickle. It's just like one of those. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but that has been a real quick recap of our week in the Blizzard universe. Freck, that brings us here to a chance we get. We've been off for a couple weeks, and that gives us the opportunity now to go over some emails we got. We've got a couple. 
Not flooded with them like we'd like to be, but we got a couple here. So we do want to bring those out, uh, go over those and get those answered real quick. So uh, what's the first one we got here, Freck? First one is from Freezing Pint. And um, part of his email is in response to how he talked um, a couple episodes ago about uh, the different items that grant you artifact power. Oh, and the generic icons that they use. Yes, and our yeah. confusion over all the different types of icons that are used. And I was comparing it to Ancient Mana, where there might be four or five different types, but they all look similar. Blue crystal of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he says, if you play in Suramar long enough, you do get soul-bound items of Ancient Mana that don't look like these three basic types. Mm. You get wine bottles and some other things. Yeah, I've seen the wine bottles. Yeah. So he says, like, even the ancient mana can't count on <sighs> That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. And that's true, but um, it's definitely not to the extent as artifact power. The ones that I've come across for ancient mana, they've pretty much been the crystals or the wine bottles or glasses or something that says arc wine. Yep. You know, so arc crystals or arc wine seems to be the two basic ways to get ancient mana. Um, yeah, I understand that can be frustrating as well. And he also follows up with, so the Hunter Quest line, the um, Order Hall campaign, I kept failing until I gave up Lone Wolf and took a pet. Oh, yeah. That's a life lesson. Look, you're a hunter. You're not supposed to be alone. No. I uh, thematically disagree with a hunter not having a pet. <laughs> right. But that's me. That's how I play. I like to have my whole posse. Yeah. Yeah. We were in a, in the LFR last night. Or was it a dungeon that you switched specs in it? I think it was a dungeon that you switched specs. Oh, we did both, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the issue that I'm kind of hitting a wall against now is um, I've been hearing since 7.0 that, okay, Marksman is overall better for damage than Beastmaster. And I didn't want to play Marksman. I want to play Beastmaster. I want to be able to control all my exotic pets. I just don't feel like a real hunter if I can't. Okay. And... Over this past couple of weeks, I finally said, well, you know, I could just level Marksman or just be that for dungeons and that can still be Beastmaster and I'm out leveling. The problem is I don't have any artifact power. <laughs> right. I don't have any relics. I have two out of the three. Yep. And my item level's lower when I switch. Sure. Yeah. So I can't even compare how the different specs do because on one spec, I'm a much lower item level. Yeah, it's kind of a weird mechanic that they did this time. It I'm really not, is. You know, I, I, I'm from the school that they should make all of the specs pretty much as close as possible to the damage output that they're capable of. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to be gimped a little bit because of your item level, but and that was a weird decision to have to level everything. But I get it. I mean, it's very grindy. This is a, a grind throwback expansion, so I get that. But when you get Blizzard saying, hey, uh, we want you guys to play the game the way you want to play the game, and then if you're on a raid team or you're trying to just keep up with everybody, you're going to go to Noxic, you're going to go to Wowhead, you're going to go to some other website that's going to say, this is the best race, class, combo, spec, everything to get your highest DPS. And you're going to get that person who who has that character and rolls the flavor of the expansion. Mm Mm-hmm. No matter what it is, and if it changes in the middle of expansion, they're going to change to that. Yeah, so, so it's it's frustrating too because you can refund your um, the points that you spent, 
But what that does is it resets the chart. It doesn't change which which weapon those points are assigned to. Oh, right. So, you know, I've spent uh, how many, two months, yeah. you know, playing Beastmaster, and now I'm having to start all scramble. over. Yeah. 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 So it's very odd. And I'm just curious to see how other people feel about this design um, or if it's playing out how they intended it to. No, what's going to happen is, yeah, the next BlizzCon we go to, they'll say, oh, these are the lessons we've learned. <laughs> you know, we went a little yeah. too far this way. Oh, yeah, that's what they always do. They overcorrect. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're not going to make it as grindy this time, yeah. and everybody will cheer. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Woo! <laughs> uh, we're adding <Grinding>, reforging. <laughs> Woo! That was, what, 2013? Yeah. 2014, we're taking away reforging. Woo! <laughs> yeah, and then 2017, we're adding reforging back. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> So he wraps it up by saying third class quest line complete on to number four. Good times. Woo. You guys well, have four? No, he's playing four different classes. Oh, oh, you yeah. know, classes. He you said class. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he said spec. I was like, wait, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome, dude. Thanks freezing pint. That's awesome. We also have a second email here. This one is from Tim Blinker. He says, hello, Ruten Freck. Let me start by thanking you for the great things you do for the Warcraft community. The mix of entertainment, news, and useful advice is the Ne Plus Ultra. That's a nod to Freck and her English degree. Whoa. That's a huge compliment. Could you define that for the mere mortals of our audience and me? What is Ne Plus Ultra? It sounds like a superhero. It's basically like a, a super example. Oh. Like you hold something up as the example for... Things in that category. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Thank you. That's a very nice compliment. Now on to my question. I hope to hear some more useful advice regarding it on a future show. I am one of our raid team healers and enjoy that job. The insta-queue for dungeons is nice too, but there's always fun in trying something new. I was chatting with a friend about maybe trying a different role for a change. He suggested that I try a tanking role. But I demurred, as I think it is a little intimidating. However, he had some suggestions that make tanking a little easier. One of those was to use the macro capability of the Razer Synapse software that comes with the Naga multi-button mouse. Essentially, programming the scroll wheel to constantly spam a number of your action key buttons when you hold it down. That way you could run through a mob of ads collecting aggro more efficiently. Question, is this something that would be against Blizzard's Terms of Service and get me banned? I read their Terms of Service as one button, one action. The Warden software that runs in the background would surely pick up the Razor macro, and no amount of efficiency gain is worth risking losing access to my favorite pastime. Well, to to put it simply, Tim, <coughs> you're right. It's bannable. Uh, there are plenty of forum threads about this exact same thing. However, we did reach out to our community manager. We have confirmation that the Warden software does pick up the Synapse software running. And if it detects that running and sending the macros and doing multiple key spans, uh, that is bannable. You are correct against her, and the rule of thumb is one action for one action. It's a one-to-one -one ratio. You click a button, something happens. Even in macros, as long as the things you're, they're following the global cooldowns, it's usually you click a button, one thing happens, you click it again, one thing happens. 
Even if it's the same button you click five times to get five different actions, it's still a one-to-one -one ratio. Now, Warden does more than just look for macros. They have a slew of illegal programs or programs that would violate the TOS, and they, they can actively see those. If you look at what Warden does, it looks at all the processes that are running on your computer, and it sends those processes through basically a filter, and if there's something that's going to raise a red flag, your account can get flagged, they'll monitor it, and if they'll, they'll watch you and see if you're doing something illegal. It's usually not just an immediate ban. That's why people can get away with botting for a while. It just it kind of raises a flag, and if you're not doing anything stupid and harmful and uh, purposely harmful, Sometimes they'll turn a blind eye to it, but not for long. I use a particular program called Auto Hotkey. And when I set up my macros for it, because it does a lot of other things for me outside of the game. One of the things that it does with the game is if the WoW executable is running, it disables my Windows key functionality. So you don't accidentally hit that button and tab out? Or not tab out, but in, you know, end yeah. up to my desktop yeah, or yeah. sticky keys are also disabled. So there are a lot of things that get disabled with when the WoW executable is running. And as I said, I also use auto hotkey for a lot of other job functions and stuff that I do on a daily basis. So I did send my entire auto hotkey script to Blizzard and said, is this cool to run? And it went, yep, you're fine. But... 10 for what you're describing uh it's not worth it you might get away with it but it's not worth it and you, you know it might just be a slap on the wrist you might just get you know a 24 or seven day ban or you know temporary leave of absence might be required from your account <laughs> well you said it himself it's not worth the risk it's not yeah it really isn't uh and it's one of those things that if you're doing it for rating if you're giving your raid team a clear advantage by using those those scripting methods and macroing methods then yeah if you're just scrolling your your mouse wheel and it's just hitting everything in there blah 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 yeah <laughs> yeah oof it'll come up eventually yeah, yeah. that was going to bite you and that's why there might be some debate on the forums about whether or not you can get banned or suspended for something is because when you do something like this it's not an automatic thing you hit the button a few times and now you find yourself logged out it's not that immediate. And some people, you know, like we said, may not get caught. Now, as to every rule, there are always exceptions. One of the biggest exceptions to this rule of what Blizzard allows is accessibility. If you are physically unable to play the game without uh, macros and tools like the Synapse software, Blizzard will make an exception for you as long as you are not abusing said macro or script. Now, there are plenty of accessibility software out there that works in conjunction with Blizzard games. Blizzard can let you know which are the ones they accept. Uh, we had talked with uh, Richard, a, a friend of ours years ago, about the accessibility software he used like the magnifier and a game speaker mm -hmm. thing and some other things that were happening. And that was a question we brought up. You know, if it's telling you everything that's going on in the game, is that leverage over somebody else? And really, in his case, it wasn't because he could not see what was going on in the game. So it was 
evening out the playing field in his in his case. That's very true. So Blizzard does make exceptions. They are mm-hmm. aware of that kind of issue. Uh, but, you know, don't go claiming an accessibility issue because <laughs> they'll still look at the script. Like, you know, if you're like, look, all I can do is scroll the mouse wheel. They'll say, fine, scroll slower. <laughs> so they'll put a timer on there or something. But anyhow, thank you for that email. Very insightful. It did get some uh, some questions asked and some questions answered. So we do appreciate that. I want to thank both Freezen Pint and Ten Blinker for your emails. We really appreciate those. Well, Freck, we no longer have to play the con before the storm bumper. We mean have to. That was an awesome or bumper. want to or get to. Get to. We will soon, as soon as the next year is uh, <laughs> dates are announced. But we did, like uh, several of the other thousands of people, attend BlizzCon. But we're not really going to go into great depths and detail about our weekend there. We will give you guys a nice little recap. Started with our flight over. You know, we started at Orlando International Airport, and on our flight, there were, I think, exactly three of us going to BlizzCon. <laughs> You mean the three of us are traveling together? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get there. And on our first night, we attended DitchCon. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect of that. Because that was not an event that, you know, we were involved in planning or anything like that. I just happened to see it on Facebook. Got tickets. It was in the Hilton. First room on the right, the Anaheim room, I think it was called. Yeah. Or something. Avalon. Avalon yeah, so they had yeah. a DJ, they had the lights, the glow sticks. Glow everything. Glow everything. Yeah. Yeah. And a giant Australian. Yes. It was like seven foot. It was giant. And he was handing out Australian stuff, food, Mm -hmm. candy, not food, but candy, blinky glow wristbands. (laughs) Didn't he pat you on the head or something? Yeah, he came over to me and he gave me a bracelet, like put it on my wrist for me, then patted my head and then walked off. (laughs) What a surreal experience. And not because you're 5'4 and he's 7 foot that he pats you on the head. You were sitting down at the time. Yeah. No, that's fun. Lots of shuffling. A lot of hanging out, dancing. Shuffling. Seeing, shuffling. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah, it wasn't really dancing, dancing. It was more like shuffling. Bobbing, Bobbing, if you will. Bobbing and weaving. Yeah. What I liked about it, we saw, for the first time, we saw a lot of people we hadn't seen since last BlizzCon, yeah, the previous one. Cool. So that was nice seeing them. Just not talking to them because it was too loud. I could not. It was mm-hmm. so loud. People were going like outside because it also got kind of hot in there. Oh, yeah. Because of all the shuffling. <laughs> so people go out, talk, go back in, come out, talk, go back in. It was like a nice little rotation. of It was, it was yeah. really well done. But I really had a great time. Uh, I suggest if anybody who goes next year, mm-hmm. uh, do DitchCon if it's yeah. available next year. Uh, then Thursday rolls around. We uh, we helped set up for Con Before the Storm. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of uh, administrative work and uh, artsy-fartsy work, taping stuff. Putting, Hanging up the... Pictures, all the artwork, all the artwork awesome. yeah. Uh, some logistics stuff with where people were going to stand and mm. all that. That was kind of cool. And then we took off for lunch and we went to In and Out. Got an Uber XL for that. We did. We had like six or seven people yeah, going with people. us. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was your first time going to In and Out. Mm-hmm. It was probably my fifth time, I would think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it kind of felt like a field trip going over there. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah, it was very crowded there. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but they, but they move people fast. I don't know if it's like fast. that every day. Yes, that's how yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, yeah. Every every In-N-Out burger I've ever gone to anywhere has always been like that. Yeah, but it's tasty. It's really good meat. So do you think it was better than Five Guys? Uh, it's it's up there. Smash Burger? 
I do love Smashburger. That's a good place right there. It is an experience to go to. If you've yeah, never been to a while, you're in Anaheim, grab an Uber, head over. That's yeah, a good time. Yeah. But um, I probably wouldn't take an Uber over there again. No? Nah. If You'd I lived there. It? Oh, if you live there. I mean, if I live there and it's like on my route, you know, might go every oh. once in a while. But going out of my way to go there, eh. Once in a, once in a BlizzCon experience. Yes. Don't walk it. Don't look at the map and think you can walk it no, because you no, can't. No, 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 We stopped some guys, too. Yeah, we did. No, they're like... We heard like, some guys talking outside. Can we walk there? We're like, no. They're like, it's only like a mile. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> Do not walk it. You'll be there forever. And then, Con, before the storm comes around, we go back to some last-minute setup. And some last-minute setup. And then some more last-minute setup. There's <laughs> a lot of last-minute setup. <laughs> And then people, man. People were just everywhere. I I think they had a lot more people than they were expecting. As the night grew, yes. Yeah. Now, they did it in a different setup this time where we had the World of Podcasts. You had tables along the side. You had two rooms that were kind of, it was open because the partition between them was like. is half open. Yeah. 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 So you had World of Podcasts on one side with the panel stage. Biggest names in, in, in the WOW podcasting community were there. And so we had crowds of people who stuck around for that. Uh, we had giveaways. We had T-shirts. We had other things we were given away between segments. And at the same time, you had, you know, the celebrities and talent were showing up to have meet and greets with people. And just, it was a community event for the community, by the community. And if you've done anything within the WoW community, it was just a place to be. I was tasked with rounding up the people for all of the podcast panels. That's what I got to do. <laughs> Sounds easy. Yeah, the first one was easy. <laughs> the first one was the uh, the World of Warcraft panel. Mm-hmm. And the only person I had to find was Scott Johnson, which he's not hard to find. No. And then it was like, hey, Scott, move here. And then all his little groupies moved with him. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was the easiest one. After that, it was this crazy thing. There are people I know by name. And I know by voice. I know their voice and I know their names. But I don't know what they really look like in person. So it's like, oh, hey, you have to find this guy. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I think to myself, I don't know what they look like. So I grab our little app, the website that they had for Con Before the Storm, and I go down to their segment and I click on their information. And their picture's right there. I'm like, oh, cool. I got pictures. Except it's like an avatar. An icon, a drawing, a caricature of their character. Mm. It ain't them. Mm-mm. I'm like, okay, so I'm looking for a green goblin. Huh. There are no green goblins here. <laughs> Luckily, our dear friend Ro happens to know what most people look like. <laughs> uh, he was helping me out. Uh, Adam was helping me out. He does uh, stuff with D20 Crit Network as well. Oh, it's the bearded there. guy in a black shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That described everybody except Scott Johnson. <laughs> so, and me. Oh, yeah, you too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't have to find what you look like. You're, you're fine. But, uh, yeah, Adam, he's uh, he does the Netfreaks podcast. Mm-hmm. He was helping me because uh, he has, like, like no pro- – he's just a big guy, too, and he moves to the crowd like, like Mercury. He was all over the place. So it was fun uh, finding people and getting them where they're supposed to be. That was cool. Then uh, – Freck, we had our little segment, the last one of the evening. Went fairly well. Answered a lot of questions about podcasting, where we thought podcasting mm-hmm. was going. Sure. And, you know, 
I, I think we got this question a lot on a personal basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would come up to us. They would people we would introduce. We have a podcast. See our shirts. See, see our, our shirts. See our coasters. Our coasters cards. Yeah. yeah, the coasters were great. We only we only have a couple of those left. There's like yeah, a, yeah those went yeah. And they would say, "Oh, your podcast, Hearthcast." So it's a Hearthstone podcast. We go, well, we, we, no. yeah, we talk about no, that. No, actually, no, that's what we get to say. No, we had that name seven years ago. That's right. <laughs> we get to be all hipster about it. Yeah, that's right. We had it before. It was cool. We had it before Hearthstone came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a long day for us. That was a long day. Yeah. And that wasn't even before the con started. No, it wasn't no. because that was before the con, before the storm. That was Thursday. So BlizzCon, day one, the sun's on Friday. We got some pretty awesome seats for the opening ceremony. We did. I have a fantastic picture because uh, we're fourth row. And I've got this great picture that I took from the front of the stage looking back. And there's this little kid. I have no idea who he is. He looks like he's about seven, eight years old, sprawled out on the first row <laughs> with like the number one up. Like, <laughs> It's awesome picture. The last year we weren't in the main stage; we were off in the Hearthstone stage. And uh, I have to say, like, yeah, watching the screen is cool, and even sitting in that crowd in the Hearthstone stage is pretty cool. But being in the main stage um, at least once was incredible. I mean, the way they do the lights and the sound. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is some great presentation. It really, really was. The uh, I will admit that I was a little unimpressed with Mike Morheim's opening remarks. Mm-hmm. It lacked the oomph that Metzen's always delivered. He didn't have that bass in his voice. The showmanship. Didn't have the showmanship. He kind of stood there behind the podium and read off his teleprompters. But overall, yeah, the lighting, when when they introduced Sombra... Oh, that was cool. Like, the first time it glitched, I went, oh, no, 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 don't glitch. Don't. Yeah. And then I went, oh, wait, what if it's a thing? And then it was, and I was like, oh, this well, is the, so the good. The lights went dark for, yes. you know, about five seconds, and people were going nuts. Here's the thing. When the lights went dark, the first thing I did is I looked up at the the uh, the lighting rigs. Uh-huh. And this is, this is the level and attention to detail <laughs> that Blizzard went to. When lighting fails... It doesn't reset. So if lights fail, they mm-hmm. stop. Okay. If you are turning your lights off and trying to reset to the next position, they'll move. Because they still have power. Okay. The lights didn't move. Oh. And I went, that was when I first went, there's an issue. Oh, so they fooled even you. Yeah, I'm like, there's an issue. Oh, no. And then something else happened. And then I saw the lights move and I went, oh, oh, no, this is... Oh, this is good. <laughs> this is good. And it was. Yeah. Yeah, but moving on from that, so the um, first day in particular, we didn't really go to any of the panels. No, nope, no panel. Well, we went upstairs to the third floor. We went, yeah, went upstairs to the third floor, the Dark Moon Fair area. Um, the Hearthstone Tavern. Hearthstone Tavern. Oh, that was so good. Oh, that was good. The live music. Live music. Yeah. And with people who were really enjoying to play their instruments. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And there's that one was like a Swedish something. I couldn't catch the rest of the block and clock and name the thing. Had. <laughs> uh, but if you've, if anybody's seen the pictures, it's the guy on the right of the picture. Uh, so so he was just really really enjoying 
Yeah, no, that's neat. They had the table set up like an inn. They had the yeah. themed snack menu. A lot of people were sitting there playing Hearthstone with each other. They also had, they were streaming in um, the uh, Hearthstone Championship. Right, you could play against a dev up there too. Yeah. That was cool. You could go challenge a dev. Just walk around, find a dev, challenge them. Got posters. You did get posters. Cool. Yeah. We also had a chance down on the main floor to play the new Mean Streets of Gadgetstan. Uh, you whipped my butt. Thanks. <laughs> guy was cool. He's like, come on in. You guys, you guys together. We're like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, you sit here, you sit here. You play, you sat across from each other. We played against each other. Yeah. The computers are connected. Yeah. And you proceeded to destroy me. I wanted to try out the new tri-class card. I was all, there. all of my cards are tri-class because I just try to play them. Oh, uh, uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here all week. <laughs> try to be able to stay away from the fish. Uh, Friday was also the Here's a Storm comedy hour. Oh, it's literally voice. the best thing about BlizzCon, honestly. And it's it really not is. something you can pick up on the stream, unfortunately. No, um, you don't want to. I mean, you, no, you, you really don't out. want to. You have to be there for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You have the the ambiance that is there, the people in the audience, the people on the stage. Everything is just so connected in a way that nothing else connects. They acknowledge their fans. Of the VO, of the voice actors. We got t-shirts. Yeah. Because we'd been there cool. before. It's like an honor system. Oh, yeah, and those t-shirts look cool. You know, the comedy hour, they had um, skits written out for the different characters of uh, Here's the Storm that came in. Mm. And they had um, Rhaegar, Tracer, Chromie. Lich King. Well, they had Zool, who also, and the actor also played Lich King in uh, World true, of Warcraft. True. I guess they have a different... Voice actor for um, Cures of Stormwatch King. It's a little confusing. But, you know, they just do silly skits, like, you know, all these characters at a bar and trying to figure out what the Nexus is, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, it was really cool. We stayed for uh, autographs and got a poster signed. And they're all very gracious about it. Very gracious. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, good handshakes, good conversation. Yeah. Uh, the guy who plays Rexar, whose name escapes me right now, and I apologize. Uh, he and I had a really good conversation at one point in time because there's some uh, extra time to kill, which we'll talk about here shortly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and we had a great conversation <laughs> when that was happening. So <laughs> Then we you know, made some other rounds in the Hearthstone Tavern, and then we had to go get ready for the well-played party. For those of you who don't know what the well-played party is, if you've ever heard of Convert to Raid, either the guild, the podcast, or anything else that they do, this is their big shindig. It is open to all. No ticket is required. Just show up. Come on in. Have a good time. They've got music. They've got dancing. They've got prizes. They've got giveaways. Uh, Cuddles does a live stream broadcast the entire night from that party. They've got an event photographer running around. They have a photo booth. Just everything. And it is a lot of fun. A lot of tables at that one. A lot of you know tables, like ground level tables as opposed to high tops. And it's just a phenomenal environment. It was such a good night, that that whole event. Got to uh, sit and talk with some big people. I had a great conversation with Pat Crane. Yeah, we met Stone from the Wild Challenges podcast. And he does that about the uh, the Iron Man Challenge. Right, yeah. Yeah, he runs the website. You remember I did that a few years ago? You did. And so, now... Yeah, so he and I had a good chat about yeah. that. Yeah. I think you're going to be on his show here pretty soon. Hopefully. Yeah, that'd schedule. be kind of cool. Yeah. Get caught up again with people you haven't seen in a while. Diz the Warlock was there. Jules running around. 
just everybody. It's just it's one of those another very close knit communities. Convert to raids a very close knit community, but they're also open, and it's a lot of fun uh, just to go hang out. Do a little bit of throwback here. A little earlier in the day on the Heroes of the Storm uh, voice actors panel, Kara was there. She does the voice of Tracer, and she told a pretty cool story that Freck. I'd like to ask you to recount. Is this about her taking her picture with yes. Tracer? Yeah, yes. you know, that was so funny to me. So she sees someone cosplaying as Tracer. And this voice actress is so enthralled by this person cosplaying as Tracer that she gets her picture with her. She asks a cosplayer if she can take a picture with her. And doesn't tell her, hey, I'm the voice of Tracer. Because she was too shy. Right. So the voice actress who plays tracers too shy to say she's tracer and has her picture taken with somebody cosplaying as tracer <laughs> as her. <laughs> yeah as her character part of me wonders if like if you came up and asked for a picture wouldn't something in your head go that voice sounds really familiar because it's her voice she didn't she yeah. made no acting really i mean she didn't change her voice in her acting it, maybe if she's not saying tracer lines it'd be a little harder to distinguish could be could be yeah so that was just it's a striking story that she was too shy to admit she was Tracer to Tracer. Yeah, but so. she seemed very. I don't. I don't think she's at the BlizzCon last year. She, this is her first con so of she any was, kind. She was like bewildered by, you know, these huge tracers everywhere, and like right. just kind of realizing, oh, this character is a big deal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This was her first con of any kind anywhere ever in the world ever, and this is the one she comes to for the first. Uh-huh. It's like okay. So now we're back at the well played party. We're in one of the door entrances, walking past. Had, oh, by the way, on that, they also had... Uh, they had artist tables Artist tables, out. yes, who had knickknacks and things you could buy. I bought a cool uh, Heroes of the Storm bag. You could get bracelets, artwork, a lot of stuff. We're walking by there, and you see her, and you go, hey, isn't that Kara? I'm like, yes, it is. So I saunter up to her, and I said, hey, Kara, is this going to be our little secret when we walk in here? And she said, I'd like it to be. (laughs) So I said, okay, can I introduce you to one person? And she said, that'd be fine. So we did. Mm -hmm. Introduced her to one person who I knew was a huge, huge, huge fan. And that was Garrett Weinzer. And he was busy talking with somebody else. And I tapped him on the shoulder. I said, can I steal you away for one moment to meet the voice of Tracer? He said, absolutely. <laughs> so that was really, I actually, he was so enthralled. This is hilarious. He was so enthralled. I had to introduce his wife because <laughs> he was just fanboying like bubbling. Yeah. <laughs> and this is his lovely wife, Katie, you know, <laughs> and he's like, oh yes, wife, I have one of those tonight, I guess. <laughs> but it was another very long day. And we knew we wanted to be up early the next morning for BlizzCon Day 2. Started off on the third floor, went straight to it, and uh, I wanted a good seat in a little area to meet Christy Golden. She had a little Q&A session there. She is my favorite author of all the Warcraft novels. She had a little Q&A session. In fact, you like wandered around Dark Moon Fair while I was waiting for Christy Golden. I did some pin training. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just sat there. 
And uh, I asked the elephant in the room question, what I figured to be the elephant in the room question. That was the first question. I said, how is it going to change now that medicine is gone? And uh, good answer that he wasn't the only creative and driving force behind it. And mm-hmm. so she thinks it'll continue just fine, which is a very PC answer. I like. But she it. definitely misses him. Oh, yeah. 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 The rest of the day, we still kind of stayed away from uh, the panels, the main stage. Uh, went to another voice actor panel. We hung out some more in the uh, the Hearthstone Tavern. Yep. And then went and watched um, the finals for Hearthstone. Yeah. Down I mean, there in the main stage. Yeah, we get seats for that. We're on, yeah, uh, we're the, on the stream a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the camera flying by us a bunch. What I liked about this year is the Choose Your Champion. Oh, that was so neat. Yeah. That was, yeah we were out early. Yeah. I, was, I, was kinda, I picked Anusiac. Yeah, yeah, I picked some other American. <laughs> Didn't do very well. <laughs> But part of me is happy about that, that they, mm-hmm. you know, this sounds weird. I'm not happy that they lost, but I am uh, because you and I had picked opposing players who could have ended up in the finals <laughs> together. And it yeah, would have driven know. a rift in the show. <laughs> it would have been horrible. I would have exploded because my guy would have won. Oh, and I would have <laughs> Easy just, to say that now. <laughs> I would have just rubbed that in every week <laughs> that I picked the, the absolute winner. Uh, yeah, yeah. But no, but they never went up against each other. No. It's it really cool because he felt more like he had to stake in what was going on. Yeah, it was, reason it was, to pay attention to individual players. Which, yep. As much as I like watching Hearthstone, you know, a lot of times, you know, like, ah, poor players. But you uh, felt connected. Yeah, I felt connected. And so, yeah, watching the finals was amazing. They gave us all bang sticks. Yeah, I have uh, like four sets of them I brought yeah, back. Yeah, banged our sticks around, which is amazing. And I got into it and I was like, oh, this must be what watching sports feels like. <laughs> it really is. It really, <laughs> really is. All right, so did you notice Firebat, who won last year, he was there as an announcer. If you recall Firebat's winning last year, it was cringy awkward. Mm. The guy has gone to some acting classes. He has changed his physical appearance and how he carries himself and how he presents and how he speaks totally different. Well, good on him. Good on him. Yeah. Absolutely. I wouldn't doubt it if Blizzard actually paid him to do that. <laughs> like, please, here, take these classes. Uh, Pavlov, or whatever the guy's name who won this year, the Russian, Ukrainian, sorry, Ukrainian who won. Uh, yeah. Uh, he is stoic as they come. <laughs> yes, I won. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was also going there, translator. It's not super fair. Oh, that translator was heated. <laughs> I guarantee you, I don't even speak Ukrainian. He was not translating. <laughs> they were not adapting the questions to be translated well. No, but when you translate, because I translate mm-hmm. uh, Spanish, English, English, or Spanish. I do this. And even not having the information ahead of time, you do a better job translating. than The, the guy was fishing for words. They found somebody who was not a real translator. Uh. Who spoke? Who, who kind of went? Oh, I took Ukrainian in high school. <laughs> All right, you did. You're translating, okay? Because who's gonna challenge him? Yeah, true. Can you speak Ukrainian? Da. Wow. Okay, you're there. All right, cool. That's Russian. It doesn't matter. It's close enough. Go translate. And he was just struggling. Yeah. You can see it in his eyes. He was lost. He was lost. <laughs> After the finals, which was awesome, we did finally get a chance to check out at least uh, the Overwatch Pavilion, which was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. That thing was awesome. 
And then when you went by the Overwatch play area, the lighting above it was the Overwatch symbol. They just so yeah, much. Yeah, The attention to yeah. detail just blows you away. And then the closing ceremonies. So we saw Weird Al in concert. Yeah. How'd you think? Yeah. How'd oh, you think? What'd you think? He was cool. I saw that concert over uh, two decades ago. It was uh-huh. almost like 25 years ago, I want to say it was. Same thing. Well, he's added some songs, yeah. but like literally the same guys are playing. It's the same act. Well, do you need a different act? No. When you got it down? You know. When you're the only one of your genre? No. What I like about it is the the Polka Your Eyes Out song, which was the Uh first song you opened with, which was the medley and polka of all the different songs that are current hits. Uh Uh-huh. He redoes that song every year. Oh, okay. So it was really cool hearing that one go. Yeah. yeah. That was really neat. Yeah. And Word Crimes. You liked it. I do. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) That was like all for you. I was like, you're really digging this song. And then you look over to our left. And who do you see? Christy Golden. So we get to hang out with Christy Golden. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. You got a potato quality picture, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still a picture. Still counts. Yep. You finally get to, to hang out with somebody shorter than you. And it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen very often. It really does. Nope. She's like, what, 5'3", five, 5'2"? Five, I'm 5'2 and a half. She's, okay, she's, five, she's like 5'1". Five, 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 yeah. <laughs> We had one more party to go to, the AIE Guild Party, which we didn't make to. We made it outside of it. And well, that was, they were recording. Yeah, they were, so. yeah, they were doing a podcast. And uh, yeah. we made it outside of it. We saw a lot of people just hanging out on the outskirts of that particular party. In the halls, in the floors, in the chambers, in the corners. Mm-hmm. The lobby, the Hilton... It was redonk. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> it was like if you if you stopped listening to the music and you started listening to just people talking, it I was can't. it was just like a roar. Yes. It, it had like a rhythm to it. It was really odd. I can't do it. I, you know, my age and my hearing loss. I I have a hard enough time if I'm in a restaurant following a conversation. I yeah. could not follow a conversation <laughs> in that building. That's nice to be up on the second and third floor and look down on all that, being like, oh, that's kind of cool. And that's not even including all the parties that were happening in the food truck aisle. No. With the DJ, with Hodor DJ. Yeah, we didn't even yeah. get to that. I know. It's crazy. Pass by it. It's crazy. But, I mean, that last night, we did get a chance just to wind down side hallway with some friends that, we, that we've met over the years. So it was, it was nice. Mm-hmm. It was just a nice, chill way to wind down. How tired were you when it got back home? Oh, forget about it, man. Forget about it. We spent the next day flying back to Orlando. And uh, I was out. And I got up. That was Monday, right? Yeah, yeah Monday. Yeah, Monday. And I got up and I was going to do something. And I'm like, no. And I go back to Oh, bed. yeah, you told me you were going to go into work. I might check have. Check on something. I'm yeah, like, it didn't so, happen. That doesn't surprise me. He told me that. I'm like, okay, yeah. And then Tuesday rolls around. And I'm like, you know, I had taken off. Like, I don't know how long I'd taken off, but mm-hmm. I knew I'd taken Monday and Tuesday off. So I'm like, I, uh, I think I still need one more day. Wednesday, I walk into work and people are like, what are you doing here? I'm like, what do you mean? What am I doing here? And they're like, you have today off. You're scheduled off today. <laughs> oh and I was my like, goodness. is it a big deal if I just stay? And they're like, no, 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 you're fine. We'll, we'll adjust. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm here. I might as well just be here. Yeah. I have to tell you what, like the first three days, yeah, Monday through Wednesday, they all just blurred together. I couldn't tell you what I did on one day versus no, the other. No, no, no. all slept. blurred, all blurred. 
And uh, then finally, I think Thursday, I started um, watching the stream and listening to all the announcements and all the panels and things that I missed out on. Yeah, you gave me updates. I appreciate that. Yeah, so I'm like texting people. I'm like, oh, they're coming out with this. And people are like, yeah, I know. I knew that four days ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just now excited about it. So <laughs> Allow me to be excited. <laughs> I haven't watched all the streams yet. I will. We got a year, I think, to do that. No, we got two weeks. Oh, that's a lot less than a year. Yeah. So I'll get on that. <laughs> all right. So, Frank, what was your favorite moment of BlizzCon 2016? All right. Well, backing up to the um, the voice actor stage, the Here's a Storm Comedy Hour. So we're going through and getting autographs. So I get to Matt Mercer, who was on the panel as doing uh, Rhaegar's voice. Right. But the thing is, I recognized his voice as being uh, Rexar from Hearthstone in, in WoW 2. And I'm, I'm a big Rexar fan. I don't know. He just got this like this very deep voice. And, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I asked him if I could get a video of him saying, um, let the hunt begin. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. So we did. And I got the video. And I'm like... Like, are you? Thank you. You know, and then I moved on to uh, the Lich King. Yeah, and he's this older gentleman. He's he's very suave, very distinguished. Yes, he is. You know those commercials, the most uh, uh was that the most perfect man in the world? Or yeah, the, most interesting man. Yeah, in the most world. interesting yeah, man in the world. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. So my intent was to get him to say something like Jaina or whatever in his Lich King voice, right? Because, uh, you know, he does that when you're in a Halls of Reflection, I believe. Yeah, he starts chasing you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm call him Jane. And he goes, well, the sound here is really bad. I don't think you're going to get a very good video if I do that. And I was like, oh. He's like, but I'll tell you what I will do. And he stands up and he gestures to me with his finger, like the, the come hither The thing. come hither. Yeah. yeah. So I leaned in and he cups his hand over my ear. Yeah. And his other hand goes behind your neck. Right. And in... The Lich King voice, he does the whole line from Hall's Reflection, succumb to the chill of the grave. I'm not going to try to do the voice or like you know, even paste it in here or whatever, but like... Are you sure that's all he no, said? No, I'm not sure. That's all I really remember. <laughs> because that was a lot longer than four words. It was several lines. I don't remember them all because I just... It was so creepy. I had... Like rock solid goosebumps all over my arm. You, my dear, <laughs> were a puddle on the stage. I was, I was, and one of the staff started like saying, "Are you okay? Do you feel safe?" <laughs> I'm just like waving her off, like, Wave "No, no, no, off. go Good. away. It's fine." So, can I tell you from my perspective? Yes. Okay, I see him say the no, and I'm like, "Oh, that's uh-huh. kind of sad." Yeah. I see him stand up. Mm-hmm. Matt Mercer looks at me and goes, oh, I love it when he does this. <laughs> and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I see him embrace your head. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I can figure out what's going on pretty quick. Uh-huh. Mercer looks at me. He goes, buddy, you don't stand a chance against him. <laughs> And there you are. And Matt looks at you and goes, count the shades of blush. <laughs> You're blushing now just thinking about I it. I am. <laughs> I am. It was, 
It was very, very um, in- intense. Chromie stood up. Did uh-huh. you realize that? Chromie stood up and she was seeing what was going on and she was like all happy waving her hands like oh boy this is exciting. <laughs> Chromie's so cute. And uh, it was just it was just it was awesome. I was. I tell you what, I literally felt lightheaded. Like I I was I got you were a puddle. I, I broke away you... and I'm like woo I gotta go lay down. I was yeah. kidding. I was probably about thirty seconds away from actually passing out. You were no, there's no doubt. No. Yeah, weak in the knees, flush in the face, flush in the face. Just... We had to go sit down. You had to get your water. Yeah. <laughs> My second favorite moment of the night happened right after that. Is that with Chromie? It was with Chromie uh, when you asked her if you could take a picture of her. And she said yeah. no. And she said, but I will take a picture with you. Ah, uh, yeah. She was and, so cute. Yeah, she's, she's so like, sweet. Yeah, you're like, she's a redhead, too. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's why that happened. Was, yeah. You know, he was like, can I, can I take a picture of you? No. And I was like, that's okay. She goes, but we can take a picture together. I'm yeah. like, oh, look at that. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And uh, yeah, she was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Have you recovered from the Lich King whispering sweet nothings into your ear? Sweet nothings is... You don't even know what he said. I I know. (laughs) It was very... I don't know. The man has talent, though. To be able to project that level of creepiness. And to know this is not like, you know, computer generated. or They're not like adding extra effects to his voice. Just straight up. Dude being able to do that with his voice is like, it's nuts. <laughs> Jealous of that kind of talent. I really am. Oh, Hands man. down, they did it for me. I was like, okay, ready to go home. Yep, done, I done can leave BlizzCon. now. I have, I have done BlizzCon. <laughs> Hashtag done. Yep. <laughs> uh, for me, I will easily say the hands down, my favorite moment was uh, meeting Christy Golden and then hanging out with her at Weird Al. Yeah. That was yeah. just, that was cool. She's a sweet person. And I showed her, I kind of fanboyed a little bit, and I uh-huh. showed her the picture that I put up on Twitter that she actually re- responded to of um, when I got the Warcraft novel, and I took a picture of the Warcraft novel and my dog. <laughs> and she remembered. She's like, I remember that. And we talked about my dog. I'm like, I don't know. Christy Golden talking about my dog. That's pretty cool. So that was our BlizzCon 2016. You know, there's sometimes our games that we play, especially World of Warcraft, there are some game mechanics that really wouldn't make sense in the real world. Kind of like our video game logic just fails IRL. Such as? Like, I've got a bomb on me that's about to go off. Everybody to me. Sheer damage, yeah. Sheer we'll damage. all hurt less. Yeah, when there's more of us yeah. getting hurt. Or if you're going to go gather aggro on all the things. You don't really do that IRL. You kind of fight things one at a time. You don't go get everybody to gang up on you. No, typically you try to avoid that. Or if you're like cutting a boss or a tank around in a circle over bombs or traps. You know, if you're walking backwards and a boss or somebody's just kind of following you around in a big circle and they're getting hurt every time, I think they'd figure that out. Yeah, I think so. Or right before a big fight... Let's just stuff ourselves in this huge feast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I can understand like a little meal. Yeah. Get your, got a carb load. Yeah, carb up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have yourself a Snickers. But not a feast. No. What about when you're falling? Let's say about from a height about 200 feet or so. Okay. Falling, 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 falling. Yeah. falling. And uh, 
the last minute, use your rocket jump ability, and you, you go forward two feet. And, and now, now you don't take any damage from falling. Yeah, see, I always wondered if you're in an elevator and it's falling, right before it hits the bottom, if you jump, what would happen? Uh, and you still get hurt. Yeah. Same amount. <laughs> Physics! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the inertia just keeps going, doesn't it? But don't knock goblins, because that rocket jump saved my hiney last night when I fell down a cliff. Oh, yeah, it saves yeah. me every time I remember it. Time, mine's, I got a key on my keypad. I <laughs> macroed that bad boy. Although sometimes it's made it worse if I, like I'm coming down a, a big slope. Right. And then I'm about to fall and hit hard and do rocket jump and it careens me forward. <laughs> like way too far and end up dying anyways, yeah. Unless if it careens you forward over like a cliff and yeah. at the bottom of that cliff is water, then yeah, you're okay. Yeah, of course, because yeah. it doesn't matter how far you fall if you land in water. Bloop. You're yeah. fine. Just, yeah, just splash. Little splash, you're good. And I don't think, well, I know it matters a little bit. You have to have, your character has to be doing the swim action. Because if you're just walking through, like, knee-deep water, even on a goblin or gnome, mm-hmm. it doesn't count. It's still Right. Impacts. Well, yeah, because then you're still hitting the hitting the bottom with your feet. Yeah, but if you if your character goes to swim mode, you can land in that and not yeah, take damage. Fine. It's like some of the uh, the the dungeons we have now, where you go and go and go and it's like oh, I'm falling, I'm gonna die, and then you fall and you land. You're like oh, I'm in water. Okay, I'm fine. Yeah, good, it's good to right. go. Yeah, I got launched last night up in the air. I'm like oh no 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 no, and then I landed in water. I was like cool, be yeah, right back. <laughs> sure, video game physics. What about when you know the boss you're fighting? When you see them. In cutscenes, or you see them outside of that particular raid or dungeon, they're normal-sized characters. Yeah. You get into the raid, and they're like 20 feet tall. Yeah. They're giants. Yeah, like like how tall is Garrosh supposed to be? Normal orc height. So like, what, 7 feet, 8 feet? Yeah, we'll give them 7, 8 feet. Not 23 feet. Yeah. Holding on to somebody's heart. (laughs) <laughs> so. you know as a goblin i always feel silly just attacking like the angles <laughs> of some you know big dragon or big monster shooting his ankles shooting his ankles yeah i remember doing that with with well even deathwing like we fought deathwing you attacked his fingernails and they were huge but you're yeah. attacking his fingernails in, in the madness of deathwing well that would be really annoying though something attacking uh, fingernails. you know i have yeah. you know i don't like uh, that anyhow all right those, well, yeah, it kind of creeps me out <laughs> now this isn't necessarily a boss mechanic but it is something that that just irks me in the game mm-hmm. and i know we have a probably have a huge list about things that irk you in the game but if you haven't discovered a flight point and you're going from point A to point B using a flight master, and the AI is programmed to go over a flight point you haven't discovered yet. You fly over that flight point, you do the turn around that flight point, and then you go to where you were going to point. So you pass it. You're right there. Yeah. I think an auto auto discover that bad boy or something. <laughs> like, oh look, you could have gone here. Oh, the whole five point thing doesn't make any sense anyways. A lot better than it used to be. Remember when it used to go point A to point B only? You couldn't, like, hit your final oh, destination yeah, and let it go? that's, that's true. <laughs> so it's that's a true. Lot, lot better than yeah, it used to be. Yeah, but even still, like, the whole logic behind it doesn't make much sense. <laughs> well, there's a lot. That's, that's like, about a lot of things in this game. Well, like, you know, hey, I need to go to Idaho. You ever been there before? No. Sorry. Can't go. Can't go. Can't get a map. You got to go to the place you have been and then drive there. Or you could walk. Yeah, or walk. <laughs> 
But hey, we asked all you what game mechanics you didn't think would make it well in IRL. And here is what a few of you had to say. Bryce says, I'm pretty sure Heroic Leap would break someone's leg. Jeff says, if I only had a few hit points left IRL, I probably wouldn't put up much of a fight. Lothman says, hey guys, get out of this landmine. I'm going to trigger it and pop ice block. Gaming Lecture says, the Blood Queen left and the shared debuff. IRL people would just run away like, oh no. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, was- yeah the, the hit points thing, that particularly bothers me. Like in a rage timer? You're about no, to no, die? No, 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 think about it. Okay, like you were fighting someone and you yeah. weaken them. Yeah. They, they're going to fight back less. This they become, should. It's going to become incrementally uh, easier when that fight is to get more injured. Yes. But like Warcraft is like all or nothing. No, yeah. Either like full strength like, rawr, run a marathon, or you're dead. Or the There's worst no part between. is when you're getting them almost all the way down. They have like a sliver of yeah. health left, and then they hit their enrage timer, and all of a sudden become like second win and start busting yeah, down. It's like, like you have 100 you hit yeah. points left. You're yeah. missing an arm, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a flash wound. <laughs> Sometimes it's best not to question game mechanics. And just be happy that the weird things we do happen in our very own little online world. Well, Freck, that's going to do it for episode number 334 of HearthCast. If you guys have time, head on over to iTunes. Give us a uh, review there. We do appreciate that. That helps us know how we're doing. It also helps other people know if this is a show they'd like to check out. I'm going to give a shout out again to Freeze and Pint and Ten Blinker who wrote in our questions for the this episode. And I want to give a shout out to those people that we met in person and over Twitter, over at BlizzCon. There's a lot of people got to say hi to, got to meet a lot of new faces, put faces and names. That was really neat. Really enjoyed that. And of course, I want to thank all of our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter. And as we close this show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support HearthCast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash HearthCast and using the offer code HearthCast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit HearthCast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root. And Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grip Network.